Welcome to the Tommy Divine Podcast. It is December 27th. It is 11.28 a.m., one of the earlier editions of the Tommy Divine Podcast. And I want to wish everybody a happy holiday. Of course, we're in that great time where it's right after Christmas, but it's right in between Christmas and New Year's. You're probably settling down with the family Maybe playing a couple games, maybe watching some football, doing what you do best. But right now, I'm sitting down to a Coke Zero, ah, and a banana. And of course, well, I'm, I'm by myself today. And that means one thing. If I'm by myself, I'm usually talking about one thing and one thing only. And that is the National Football League. And it is week 17 of my favorite American pastime. Week 17 is one of the weirdest weeks uh, of all the season because at this point of the year, we're starting to separate teams, obviously, for the playoffs. But also, we get some interesting scheduling. But, uh, yeah, teams are sitting players. Teams aren't. Things are different now. It's almost... Getting to be towards that end of the year for the for the National Football League, it's it's kind of sad, kind of kind of makes me sad a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. And uh, taking a look at the Week 17 slate, we've got a good good slate here. Now, what the league's decided to do is every game that has a playoff implication has been moved to 425. So every game has been flexed to 425, and we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Six games that have been flexed to 425 that all have playoff implications. And we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 games that do not directly have playoff implications at 1 o'clock. So they decided to make the 1 o'clock slate not that very important. All the games that aren't very important, put them in the 1 o'clock. 425, if you're directly involved with the playoffs, in some way, shape, or form, you're at 425 uh, kickoff. And then, of course, they decided to flex Seattle and San Francisco for Sunday Night Football. Thank the good Lord in heaven, because if I had to listen to Joe Buck call Seahawks 49ers, I would have taken 17 cyanide pills. Not 16, not 18, 17. It's the perfect amount of pain for if I had to listen to Joe Buck call this game. Thank God in heaven we do not have to listen to him call it. Alan Chris get the call. It's in Seattle. The Legion of Boom is back. Better than ever. But we're going to get into that game a little later. I'm going to save that for the end picks. But uh, listen. It's my duty as a podcast of presenting the league as a united front and a great organization, I'm not just going to say screw the 1 o'clock games. I'm going to pick those two. I thought about it, you know, tussled with it a little bit. Should I even pick the 1 o'clock games? They don't mean anything. Half of them are pointless. A lot of people are going to be sitting players, getting ready for the playoffs. No, I'm going to pick all the games. And I don't care, you know. This is a podcast where I pick every game. And I try to every week. And that would not be fair if I didn't pick the 1 o'clock games. You know, the league in one, you know, that's what I want to be. A league that's united, not some pick and choose. I can't pick and choose what games I pick. I got to pick all of them. That's what I do. I got to give the people what they want. And they want all the picks. 
So, let's start a start the one o'clock slate. I know it's the boring. It's probably the most boring one o'clock slate of the year. Well, it's not. Yeah, yeah, it it probably is. We start off in Buffalo. Buffalo is going to get the five seed. They are definitely in the playoffs, and uh, they are hosting the New York Jets. That you know, if they could have gotten a couple more. Weeks of Sammy Darnold, uh, the man who sees ghosts, and he didn't have mono. Maybe that's a different ball club for New York. I think uh, past couple weeks they've been winning some games. They haven't looked too horrible as we thought they were. Uh, and I think they've gotten better. Um, at this point, I don't know who the Bills are sitting, but I still am going to pick the Bills anyway. Uh, I know this is kind of a wonky week because people are sitting and stuff, but I'm going to take Buffalo anyway. I think it'll be close. I see the Jets could pull it out. I know they beat the Steelers last week. That took a lot of effort. Uh, but I think the, the Bills take care of business against the Jets on Sunday. All right. The, the last and final edition of the Burn Your Cable Box Game of the Week is the Cleveland Browns, who have sadly morphed into this team of pure nothingness that was so high and had a great potential to do so well. And then Freddie Kitchens coached them terribly. And they had a horrible season. Had a chance to make the playoffs. Had a shot. Mathematically, couldn't get it done. So now, here they are at the 1 o'clock slate. Facing the Cincinnati Bungles, who are going to get Joe Burrows here in a few months. I am taking the Cincinnati Bengals. I think the Cleveland Browns gave up last week. Uh, they did not even show up. Uh, to face that Baltimore club, uh, Lamar destroyed them and uh, got revenge on them. Exacted revenge on his loss they had earlier in the season to the Browns. And the Bengals take advantage. The Bengals have been playing halfway decent uh, for some reason. I don't know why, but they're going to beat the, the Cleveland Browns this week. I've got the Bengals in the last and final edition of the Burn Your Cable Box Game of the Week. i got the Bengals. All right, the Green Bay Packers visiting Ford Field to take on the Lions. Uh, Matt Patricia is staying put in Detroit, surprisingly to some people. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, there still is some seeding implications there. Uh, we'll get into the playoff scenarios a little bit later, but there are some scenarios where the Green Bay win or loss could affect some teams. Uh, I think we'll see Aaron Rodgers in full force against the Lions. Maybe not the whole game, but I think we'll see them a little bit. Uh, I do think they'll win. I think this Detroit Lions team obviously has fallen off the beaten path. Uh, I think Green Bay wins by probably two touchdowns or more, I think, in this one. So I'm taking the Packers. All right, Chargers at Chiefs. Uh, what do I got to say? I don't know how long Patty Mahomes is going to stay in for. Probably not long, but I think when he's in, he's going to destroy the Chargers. It's a big win for Kansas City, they can potentially still get uh, a, 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 a bye in the playoffs. So I think the Chiefs are going to beat the Chargers. They want this game. They want to get that uh, first-round bye, if possible, just in case Miami pulls off a miracle uh, against New England. So I'm taking the Chiefs to beat the Chargers. All right, the Bears visiting Minnesota. Minnesota doesn't really need the game. They're locked into the sixth seed at this point. Uh, they're going to have to travel somewhere. Uh, right now, it's looking to be New Orleans. That could change. Uh, but I think at home against the Bears, with or without Kirk Cousins, with or without Dalvin Cook, I think at this point, I think it's a close game. I think it's a field goal. But I do think Minnesota wins. I think the Bears keep it interesting and frisky, but I think Minnesota 
They 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 needed nice little win going into the playoffs. They're they're gonna they're gonna have some trouble wherever they go. I think it's it's gonna be a tough road for them uh, and Kirk Cousins. So I've got the Vikings, but a field goal in this one. I think it's very close. Uh, I think the Bears trying to you know look towards the future and say, hey, next season maybe we can get them. Try to restart it with Trubisky. I've got I got the Vikings, but in a close one. All right, uh, Finns at the Patriots, uh, Foxborough at home for New England. Uh, listen, they really don't need the game. They're going to have probably a first-round bye. Um, well, they actually, they actually do kind of need the game. I'm sorry. I'm going to go back on what I said, uh, step back a little bit. Yeah, they do need the game because if they lose, then Kansas City could jump into that spot, uh, I believe, looking at that. So... Yeah, with the, so they do need to win this game, and I think they will. The Dolphins have looked frisky here this past week. They had that game against the Bengals, which I know is no accomplishment. But, you know, Fitzpatrick could work some magic. You never know. But I think Pat's at home. Uh, it could be one of those days where Brady struggles on offense. I know against Buffalo last week he did well, and we kind of saw the old Brady and kind of their old glimpse of their offense. But they're going to have some close games in this playoffs. And uh, I really don't see this team taking the Super Bowl. I know my cousin Patrick, who I had on Tuesday, uh, go check out his first and ten podcast. Him and Reed just put up some new material. Uh, but he still thinks New England's going to the Super Bowl. And I know we doubt him. We doubt the Patriots and doubt the Patriots and doubt the Patriots. But it's just I don't think that offense is going to click when it needs to. I know the defense is phenomenal, but I just keep saying it like, I know the Patriots' offense was decent last week, but can we see that against Baltimore? Can we see that against Houston? Can we see that against these teams? I'm not sure. And I don't know if they can do it enough to keep up with a Baltimore or with a Kansas City. So I'm going to take the Patriots by, I'm going to say, touchdown and a field goal in this one. I think Fitzpatrick keeps it kind of close, but New England does need this game. I'm going to take the Patriots. All right, Falcons and Buccaneers. Uh, i got to be honest, I think the Buccaneers should be in the playoffs. I think uh, Dallas or Philly should get the hell out. Uh, I don't think they deserve to be in the playoffs. But since division winners go to the playoffs, sadly we need to see one of those teams go. Uh, terrible week last week for, I think, both teams. I think Philly won, but really it was not a great game. Really low scoring. Really uh, a train wreck of a game. But Philly did win, but... Uh, this Buccaneers team has, I think, every much a right as those two teams to be in the playoffs. But take it on the Falcons. Jameis is going to obviously have his one or two interceptions to start off the game and then throw some more. But eventually he's going to throw for, you know, 400 yards, whatever he likes to do, and a couple of touchdowns. Uh, I think he has a good win against the Falcons. I think this Falcons team still has a tiny tad bit of, of zest in them, but I don't think it's nearly enough. Uh, to beat the Buccaneers. I'm taking the Buccaneers to beat the Atlanta Falcons at home. All right, Saints at Panthers. They still have some stuff going. Uh, they don't really need to win uh, in this game. I'm not sure if Drew Brees is going to play. They're definitely in the playoffs. It just depends where they're going to move or where they're going to play. Uh, but winning would help that. But I think they are going to win. I think this Panthers team is is the worst team in the league. I mean, I know they have a 5 and 6 record or 5 and 7 whatever they're at. Um but I think this team is sad to watch. I know McCaffrey's a really good running back and he's had a heck of a season. I'll give him credit, but other than that, they looked uh dead and atrocious against the Colts and they looked really sad. 
you know, and they started flipping off Colts fans, and Colts fans don't like that. Um, I know we can yell and scream and, and cuss out our own quarterback when he retires a week before the season, but we don't like when people flip us off. It's not cool. It's not fun. So, Carolina, just remember something. Next time you walk into Indiana and you walk into our state capitol, and remember, don't flip us off. Don't disrespect us, okay? Not cool. I'm taking the Saints to beat the Panthers. And I think it's by a couple scores. I think they finally got Alvin Kamara going. I don't know how much he's going to play in this one. But I honestly, I, I can't stand the Panthers right now. They're sickening to watch. I'm taking the Saints to win. Saints to beat the Panthers. And I think it's big. All right, now we move to the 425 slot. Uh, these are the games that directly have some influence with the playoffs. I know some of the 1 o'clock games kind of, but not as much as these 425 games. Sadly, all the NFC East teams are in the 425 slot, so we're going to be seeing a lot of them in the red zone, which is going to be sad uh, come 425 on Sunday when I see four NFC East teams on my TV. But anyway, gross. But let's take a look at our first matchup. The Redskins facing off to take the Cowboys. Now, the Cowboys need... The Giants and Eli to pull off a miracle against Philadelphia. I think he's still starting. I don't know. They're probably not going to bring back Danny Dimes. I think Eli's in there. They need him to pull off a miracle against the Eagles, which I can see happening. The Eagles barely beat the Cowboys, and they barely beat the Redskins. So I can definitely see Eli pulling a fast one, especially these teams just played like three weeks ago. So I could definitely see a scenario where the Giants beat the Eagles. But can the Dallas Cowboys beat the Redskins? And I think they can, but I think it's going to be a very close game. I think Dallas wins by a touchdown. They need this game, obviously, to win the division. If they want it, they need Eagles' loss um, to do it. But I think Dallas is going to beat Washington. I think at this point, it's at home for Dallas. They finally try to get back in there, try to get this playoff spot, win, and pray that the Eagles lose. But I think Dallas wins this ball game regardless. Okay, Oakland at Denver. So here's how Oakland can make the playoffs. Okay, Oakland needs Pittsburgh to. Let me look at this. I know we're kind of stepping on the playoff scenarios. So the Oakland Raiders need a win, obviously. They need a Pittsburgh loss. They need a Tennessee loss. And they need Indianapolis to win. Uh, plus, Oakland beat Pittsburgh earlier in the season, so they have the tiebreaker. So they also need either the Chicago Bears, the Detroit Lions, the L.A. Chargers, or New England Patriots to win. They need one of those teams to win. Guys, I'm going to tell you this hot take here, and I've been saying it all week, and I've said it on Twitter. I think the Raiders are going to make the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, the way it's set up like that, definitely Pittsburgh is going to lose to Baltimore. I don't see how either, I don't care if you're starting Mason Rudolph, Duck Hodges, JT Barrett, unless JT pulls a game out of his anus, I don't really understand how Pittsburgh can beat the Ravens. I think RG3 is going to have a heck of a game. I know Lamar's not starting, but still, Pittsburgh, I mean, I know their defense is great, but I, I, don't, I just don't see it from them. Then Tennessee losing, I could definitely see that. I could definitely see Tennessee losing to Houston. That's something I could see. And then Indy winning? And then either Chicago, Detroit, the Chargers, or New England? New England's probably going to win. 
Like, let's be honest. They're going to win that. So, I don't really see a hard road for the Oakland Raiders besides, you know, obviously a game against Denver who has a pretty good defense. They need to win that game. But other than that, I think a lot of the chips are going to fall where they may. And I think Oakland has a chance of making the playoffs. I think everybody's just kind of writing them off and just saying no way. But I I think it's a lot easier than people are giving them credit for. I think Oakland can make the playoffs. I think they'd be more interesting to watch than either Tennessee or Pittsburgh, I'll tell you that much. At least they'll get to see, like, John Gruden, and it could actually be, like, fun. I see Gruden in the playoffs. That would be fun, but... You know, that's just me. Either way, that six seed's not going to be super great. Uh, but I, I'm going to take Oakland to beat Denver. I think they have a shot here. I think a few things may fall where they may. And I think Oakland's going to win this ball game. I like the way they're trending right now. Um, and I think they beat Denver. All right, Cardinals at Rams. Uh, not really sure how this affects the playoffs. I know that I think with a Cardinals win... Yeah, I'm not even going to make it up. I honestly don't know how. I honestly think my hypothesis is this was already a 425 game, and they just didn't want to flex it back to 1 o'clock because it's West Coast time out there in uh, L.A., and they didn't want to make it like a 10 a.m. kickoff, obviously. So they just kept it here at 425. I think that's the only reason. I don't think there's any playoff reasoning behind it. I was going to make one up, but I'm like, there's no logical explanation. I'd just be talking out of my you-know-what. You know, so I think that's the reason. But the Cardinals at the Rams, this one's really, for me, kind of uh, an interesting game because the Rams obviously lost last week, got knocked out of the playoffs. The Cardinals are a decent team after beating Seattle last week. I think they are actually, I'm going to change my pick. I was going to say Rams, but I'm actually going to take Cardinals. Kyler's got nothing to lose at this point. I'm going to take the Cardinals to beat the Rams. He's been playing well, and this team next season – Watch out for the Cardinals next season because they they're a team that can that can make a little bit of noise in the NFC West, kind of make it make it harder for teams going in in that division. So I'm taking I'm taking the Cardinals to beat the Rams in that one. All right, Philadelphia at the Giants. Uh, listen, I'm not gonna kid you here. This isn't looking great for the Giants. Uh, Saquon had a decent game last week. Eli's back, obviously. I think Philadelphia has to win this game. Like, they have to, you know. And I know they just won a Super Bowl. But this seems like an important game for them. Uh, they got to win the division, and they got to go. Uh, or they get to host a playoff game, actually, if they win. Because all they need to do is win, and they win the division. That's all they need to do. And it feels like that's a little bit too hard for them because they're so injury-plagued. And... The fact that they still have a chance to win the division is quite baffling, uh, but they do, and it's incredible. But, you know, I, I, I guess since they won head-to-head, I think the Eagles are a better team right now, but really I don't think that they're that great either, you know? And so the fact that they're going to beat the Giants, I think it's a close game. I think it's like a field goal game. I think it's really close, uh, and I think the Eagles win it, but I'm not – Super, you know, it's Eli, and it's last game probably in the NFL. Um, assuming he retires this season, uh, it's his last hurrah, and he would like nothing better but to see the Eagles lose. Like the they hate the Eagles Giants is a. I know every rivalry in the NFC uh, East is coveted, but 
There's something about the Giants and the Eagles that they just have a completely different hatred for one another that I will never understand because I'm not from the East Coast. But you can ask some Eagles and Giants fans. They really, really, really loathe each other. Like, it's not just your normal, you know, ooh, you know, Cowboys, Giants, ah, it's rivalry. No, this is they, Philly, Philly and New York hate each other. They really, they really, really hate each other. So, I'm going Philadelphia, but I think it's a very close game, and I can see the Giants actually winning. Eli just saying, hey, I'm sticking it to the man one more time before I leave. I know it's the Cowboys, and the Cowboys are going to make the playoffs, but hey, you know what? Screw it. I'm taking Philadelphia to win, but it's by a field goal. But I could definitely see Eli pulling off the upset, but... I'm going to take Philly by the field goal. Philly by the field goal. All right, Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Uh, listen, their quarterback situation is really bad right now. I know JT, they signed JT Parrott off the practice squad. I don't really think that's the answer. Bringing in someone cold off the practice squad in for Week 17 in a game where you have to win. Uh, it's not really a good scenario for him coming off coming off the practice squad with all this pressure of winning this game. Uh, I'm not... Really liking that a whole lot for JT and, and the and the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think this team's been overrated all year. Um, I think they're a really sad team to watch. Uh, somehow the fact that a few weeks ago they were 8-5 and five is actually mesmerizing to me. Um, their quarterback play has been atrocious all season uh, since Ben's been out. Uh, I know there's been flashes of brilliance from Hodges here and there, and, and the duck has been fine at some times. Uh, Mason Ross has been terrible the whole year so the fact that Tomlin's been plugging in the other and plugging in the other and taking turns and all of this is kind of crazy I don't think it matters though uh Barrett I think is gonna be under duress a lot of the day uh I know Baltimore's not starting a lot of their players but I don't think it's gonna matter I think Pittsburgh still win or still loses by a touchdown or two I think Baltimore wins this one uh, pretty comfortably. I'm taking Baltimore at home. Uh, they hate Pittsburgh. I mean, it's that easy. Um, I, I don't think it's going to matter. I think, you know, they're all like, well, we got the one seed wrapped up, home field throughout. It doesn't matter. This is still Pittsburgh. It's still John Harbaugh. He hates Pittsburgh. He's going to go out, get these guys motivated. They're going to beat Pittsburgh, take care of them. I'm taking the Baltimore Ravens to be the Pittsburgh Steelers. And now, I think I think the best game of 425 uh, is is taking place. Tennessee at Houston. This is definitely the best afternoon game of the day. Uh, this is uh, for Tennessee to get into the playoffs. Uh, they definitely need this win. Houston has the playoff spot. They have the South wrapped up with the win. I think Houston is going to win. I think Deshaun... Has a huge game, and I think J.J. Watt coming back uh, is, a, is a good... I don't know if he's coming back for this week or uh, the playoffs. I think definitely for the playoffs, Watt will be back. Um, but either way, that also is another boost, even though... Even even if you know he's coming back, that's a boost for you guys. Uh, I don't know if Will Fuller's healthy, if he's healthy. I think they win this game. But I think without him, I still think they win this game. I think Tennessee... Under pressure, when they need to win, they just will not get it done. And it's just their motto. It's like it's a it's a stigma they have. 
It's like, hey, you know what? We're under pressure. We need to win this game to get into the playoffs. They don't do it. And I know Tannehill's been hot. Derrick Henry's been a beast. But they just played this team two weeks ago. I think it's a shootout. I think it's a toss-up, but I think Houston wins. It's at home for them. Already went on the road, beat them. I think Houston wins this one. Give me Houston by touchdown. I'll take Houston by a touchdown in this one. All right, the big slugfest, the rematch of Monday Night Football. Now Sunday Night Football. The 49ers taking on the Seahawks for the NFC West crown and the number one seed in the NFC West. It's a big one. I'm not going to lie to you. This is a really fun game. It really, it depend, it's really both these teams are making the playoffs. It just depends where they're going to be. Um, I'm taking the 49ers. Seahawks have been in a lot of close games recently. Lost last week against Arizona. Confidence kind of slipping away here for the Seahawks a little bit. I think the 49ers catch them off that, off guard a little bit. Come in, punch them in the mouth. I think the 49ers end up winning by two scores. I think it's a two-touchdown win for them. Uh, 49ers are riding high right now. Good win last week. Tie one against the Rams. Have to go on the road. I know it's going to be a hostile environment. Still think the 49ers win, though. Garoppolo needs this to kind of go into the playoffs and be like, hey, we're going to get this. We're going to get the bye. Let's get this win. Let's get the crown, and let's let's go into the bye week feeling good. So I'm taking the 49ers against Russell Wilson, but I think it's I think two two touchdowns. Russell Wilson can make it close in the fourth quarter, but I think when it's all said and done, I know Marshawn Lynch is signed. He's going to be back in this game. It's kind of weird. I don't know how he's going to perform. And how much they're going to use him, I don't know if that matters or not, but I think the 49ers and the defense has to get going for them if they want to do well in this one. So I'm taking the 49ers uh, to win. But uh, that's the slate for this weekend. Um, right now the playoff picture is looking as is, of course, pretty much everything's still the same. Uh, Baltimore's one, New England's two in the AFC. Buffalo has the five locked up at this point. Houston's got the four, so Houston will play Buffalo uh, next weekend. And then Tennessee is your six as it stands right now, but that could easily change over the course of these next few days. Steelers, Raiders obviously still in the hunt for that six seed. And then the NFC, the 49ers right now have the one. Green Bay has the two. Uh, New Orleans would uh, be at home against Minnesota. So they would be the three. Minnesota would be the six. And then Seattle would have to go to Philadelphia, um, where they're currently still throwing snowballs at Santa Claus. Uh, so that that is where things stand right now. And then the Cowboys still in the hunt, obviously, with a NFC East crowd still on the line, kind of. Not really if Philly somehow loses. So they're still alive, technically, but... Kind of not at the same time. Weird weird for Cowboys fans everywhere, but, you know, it, it's it's a weird place to be. Not going to lie, but that's just the way things crumble out here in the NFL. It's weird. All right, let's dive into some playoff scenarios. So, at this point, Kansas City can still get a first-round bye with a New England loss. That's still up for grabs. Uh, like I said earlier, the Raiders... To get a sixth seed in the playoffs, 
need a win, a Pittsburgh loss, a Tennessee loss, and a Colts win. Uh, they play the Jaguars. For some reason, I keep forgetting that game. Uh, the Colts games, for some reason. I'm taking the Colts to beat the Jaguars, too. Jaguars look terrible. Quick pick, Colts win. They played well last week. Naheem Hines will return some punts. They're going to play well. I think, I think the Colts beat Jacksonville. And then, of course, Oakland beat Pittsburgh this season, so they have the tiebreaker. And either Chicago, Detroit, the Chargers, or the Patriots have to win for the Raiders to get in. All right, for Pittsburgh, pretty much the opposite. Uh, they have to win Tennessee loss or tie. A tie plus a Tennessee loss plus a Colts win plus a Raiders loss or a tie for Pittsburgh to get into the playoffs. And they also need, like, you know, Green Bay, Minnesota to win. Um, pretty much the opposite of the Raiders. And then Tennessee just needs to win, tie, or have Pittsburgh lose or tie, or a Pittsburgh loss plus an Indianapolis loss or a tie for Tennessee to get in. And then in the NFC, Dallas needs a win plus an Eagles loss to get the NFC East crown and get that coveted uh, three seed or whatever they, they get to host the playoff game with, I think, the three seed. Or it's the... Four seed, I'm sorry. Four seed. San Francisco with a win against uh, the Seahawks or a tie will get the crown for the NFC West. And then to get a first-round bye, they need either a win, a tie, or then a Green Bay loss or tie, or a New Orleans loss or a tie. And then Seattle will win the division with a win. And then they need a first-round bye. Uh, They need a win plus a Green Bay loss. And then to get home field throughout for them, they need a win, a Green Bay loss, and a New Orleans loss this weekend uh, on Week 17. So that's going to be pretty tough for them because they both, Green Bay and New Orleans, both have very easy opponents on Sunday. So uh, that's going to be tough for either of them to get home field uh, or first round bye. But uh, we'll see for Seattle. San Francisco, it's much easier. Um, But, yeah, that's the Week 17 slate. And I'm excited for the playoffs. I think this playoffs will be really fun. We're going to have some nice wild card matchups. It's going to be really interesting to see. And I'm I'm anxious to see the Buffalo Bills in the playoffs again. They'll be fun. And they're not just some team like we saw two years ago. It's just like, oh, just lucky to get in off a prayer. Like, this team's really good. Great defense. Josh Allen's really nice to watch. He's fun and mobile. Can do some things. This is going to be a fun playoffs. Shaking it up a little bit. And then whoever gets that six seed will be nice. So, uh, this will be a fun week 17. I'm excited. Uh, and just with everything else, it's the holidays, you know. We also got bowl games going on. A lot of, a lot of fun stuff happening around family. Just a good time. To be with the ones you love. And, you know, we got the. Today it's the 27th, so we got a bunch of bowl games starting out. It's right around noon at this point. So the Military Bowl presented by Northrop Grumman. North Carolina versus Temple starts on ESPN in a few seconds. I'm going to be watching that, chilling out, watching bowl games this weekend and then on Sunday. Watching, uh, watching the NFL, obviously. So, 
Yeah, and uh, also check out Patrick and I's podcast. We made a podcast on Christmas Eve. Uh, we talked a lot about uh, Saturday Night Live and a lot about sports on different holidays, and we had a discussion about that. So go check that out. Go check out his podcast, The First and Ten. They did a whole, you know, Ohio State Buckeye bonanza over there on the First and Ten podcast. So go listen to them. They're brothers and anchors, so listen to them on the Anchor podcast, uh, podcasting app, or Spotify as well. They're on Spotify. And actually, Reed uh, from Nashville is going to be making me a new logo for the podcast for Christmas. So I want to thank him for putting work on that. I know probably not an easy job for him to make a new logo and the time he's taken. So I want to thank him on the podcast. uh, And I want to thank Patrick for coming on as well on Christmas Eve Taking time out of his uh, busy schedule to come talk to us and be with us. and Had a lot of fun. And this will probably be the last podcast of the year. So, Happy New Year to you guys. Uh, Obviously, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I hope you had a good 2019. And thank you guys for listening so much over the year. I know we've got a lot more listeners this year. And a lot of people, different people listening over the globe, so I want to thank you guys so much from the bottom of my heart for listening, subscribing, you know, on Spotify, Apple, and Anchor, and, and everything. I want to thank you guys so much because without you guys, there is no Tommy Divine podcast. There is uh, not the the expanded uh, viewership and listening ship from you guys. So I want to wish you guys a happy new year and safe travels if you're anywhere. And uh, thank you guys for listening so much and. Uh, Have a good football weekend.